One month consecutive, four shows in a row, culminating with the 90th episode of the Fresher and Parland show. The spectacular 90th episode of the Fresher and Parland show. Spectacular 90th. There's got to be like, oh, I should have looked this up ahead of time. The um, whatever the anniversary thing is, there's totally like some sort of gem or wood or something for 90. I don't think anyone's ever been married 90 years. I'm going to pretty much go on record for that. (laughs) Right, Um, yeah, that's true. Um, I am Parlance, in case you didn't and, see it in my lower third there. Yeah, I'm Fresher also on my thing. And feel free to join in at Fresh and Par on Twitter or YouTube comments, or um, we're also watching Facebook. So yeah, that, that's going on. I kind of want your lower third. I don't like my lower third anymore. I did download that one. I like was looking for a more simple one. But um, yeah, you should get I'll, I'll I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up after the show. Okay, okay, because I was trying to look. We ran out of time, pretty much. That's that's what happened. I know we were gonna. We had so many plans. <laughs> it's okay. I just. Uh, I literally, just before this uh, episode, you could see my prep work. I watched uh, the first season, episode one of Ray Donovan. You ever watched that show? Uh, no, I've I heard of it, but I haven't watched it. He is a Hollywood fixer, which and he appears to have a rough. A uh, rough upbringing, if you will. A father yeah. who was in, his father, who uh, played by John Voight, was in prison. Gets out of prison. One of his brothers, I think, has like uh, um, Parkinson's. One of the other brothers was uh, molested by a priest, um, and uh, he is uh, kind of going about trying to fix people's problems in Hollywood or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, no, I have watched that. One of my friends is really into that show, but like a while back, so I forgot what it was. Because they're on like the fourth season or something, right? Yeah. Well, I don't. I. I. All I know is I've watched episode one of season one. That's all I got. Hmm. It's a big um, buff dude, right? It's Lee Schreiber. I don't know. Oh he yeah, played... no, yeah, I yeah. I've seen like a couple episodes. Yeah, and so, he played. Uh, he played Sabretooth, I believe, in the Wolverine movies. <laughs> what did you think? Of what Ray Donovan? Yeah. I get a little echo, just to be honest. I don't know if people may be oh able gosh. to hear that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought it was okay. I didn't, uh, like, I'm not, um, I'm not, like, saying I'm not going to watch any more of it, but uh, I did You're give not my, sold on it yet? I'm not sold on it. I gave my wife permission to watch episode two while we, while we, while we, <laughs> she's using all the bandwidth. I know. Oh my probably. gosh. If it gets well, choppy, it's your wife's yeah. fault. Well, it's coming through the... It's the on-demand from the cable provider, not Netflix, so... Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. That might make a difference. But um, how's your uh, how's your week been? My week has been pretty good. I we had a long weekend. We did have a long weekend, and I had an extra long weekend because I, I took the Tuesday off, and I went to Canada. I left on Saturday morning, early morning, and uh, I went up to Canada. I went to Sun Peaks. It's a ski resort up there. I hear that um, place is beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, it's. I might be. I think it is my most favorite ski resort of all time. That's that's bold. That's a bold statement. A, and I've been to probably every ski resort ever in the world and history of ski resorts. No, I, I was going to say may, maybe like five or six premier ski resorts in the country. Maybe not that. Yeah, five, that's basically five. what I just described. And. Um, 
I, I like it the the best. It's not as big as Whistler or many of the other giant, you know, but it's still pretty big. It has a really nice village, and it's not super crowded, and it's relatively inexpensive. That's, um, I don't think that's going to last long. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to get to, so it's not it's it's not uh, accessible, and it's not within a quick drive of of the um, of like Vancouver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it how much? What's the distance difference between uh, that one and um, Whistler? Well, it it really depends on how much traffic you get. Um, but let me see here. Let me let me just see. It was, it was like traffic, a, I heard that the um the traffic at the Peace Arch was like super bad this weekend because uh, another friend went up to uh, Canada this weekend too. So traffic was ridiculous. So I had on Saturday morning I had a five minute wait at the border. What? Only five? Yeah. Five That's crazy fast. And um and coming back I had a five minute wait. Not even five minute. It was. A minute. We were one car behind. That's so, pretty good. Did you like have weird hours of doing it or something? Uh, we we came we crossed the border around maybe five p.m. on Tuesday. So huh. not really. Um, so here here's the 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 driving. It's five hours and twenty seven minutes, three hundred and thirteen miles. Um. From here, so, though, right? From like my house or whatever, like around here. Yeah. And then with triangulate that, triangulate that now. You All just right, made well, a ring around that place that you could put the exact distance. <laughs> uh, Two hundred miles for Whistler ish. So five hours and thirty minutes versus three hours and forty eight minutes. What did you guys listen to in the car? Huh, interesting. We 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 used the, uh, the CD changer in the car. That's weird. Uh, Was it just like for, old stuff from the 90s? Because who uses CD changers? I know. <laughs> Frankly, I didn't even know we had a CD changer in the car. Um, it's But we did, and we found some... Uh, my wife picked out a bunch of CDs that we hadn't listened to in a really long time. So uh, got a little Fountains of Wayne. A did little, you sing along at all? Oh damn right! I sang along. Damn right. Uh, some built. At any point, did your wife ask you to stop singing along? No. If anything, she asked me to sing more. Dude, I have a that's voice cool. like an angel. I have a voice like an angel. You do. It's true. I mean, that's indisputable. Parlance right. is voice of an angel. <laughs> it's indisputed. I'm pretty sure it is completely disputed, but I it's appreciate very indisputed. Give me someone who's going to dispute it. I'll fight him right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, you gave me a homework assignment. I did. You did give me. You did. Give now me a that we have this uh, fancy other software, we are able to like include clips and whatnot. So my homework assignment, if you sh were to accept it, which you did, and also I wanted you to do it anyways, was to do a remote camera selfie type video that we could play on the show. So I went tubing on the first day I got there. And um, so I took a video, a self, it was kind of hard, like sitting down and holding it up. And I realized I was probably looking at the screen and not the camera itself. But so I did take one. I'm going to play it right now. Let's see how this 
works. And Fresher, if it doesn't work, just tell me. Like, yell at me. Say, hey, this isn't working. All right. So here we go. We're going to try it. This is, let me. You're going to turn first... off your thing. All right. Yeah, you don't. I... Just did it. You hear me? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to put that there, lock that there. This is, we're breaking new ground here. It's like we're really getting up there. And here we go. Boom. All right, so I'm going to try. Could you hear One that? last time here to get a video yeah. going down this tubing thing. It's starting to snow, so it's kind of slower. And I have to get clearance. My wife just went down. And I'm good to go. So here we go. Try it again. I'm going to try an inside lane this time. Here we go. <laughs> 10 to 15 miles an hour, but it slowed down significantly since the ice. I mean, I down all the way. And there it is, and that's the end of that, and there's the thing. <laughs> Amazing. That was uh, breathtaking. There it is. There's the thing, and that's the end of that. <laughs> Best is that outro. <laughs> is that what I said? It's, I don't even know what I said. It was, it was, it happened so fast. Here it is. That's the thing. And uh, oh, now I forgot, but I just said it. So, <laughs> and there's that. Is that what I said? Yeah, and that's, that's that. Okay. Whatever. Okay. That's pretty good. It's. I like. I love the um, the noise coming down the hill, and like your explanation of the the speeds that you're going. You like clearance. <laughs> We're taking the. It's very uh, deliberate. You know, love it. Love the video. So um, I didn't take any selfies of skiing. Um, but look, this was a two-person assignment. You had. I did. So I was trying to think of something to do. Like, I had a couple ideas. I was going to do, first idea was to do an in the hot tub video, a report from a fresher in the tub. But I decided (laughs) that um, it probably was best not to have my shirtless uh, video on here, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I might, it's too much. It's too much. So I did a little review of one of the new. Taco Bell items, which I will throw on right now. Fresher here. I am going to do an unboxing of the Taco Bell. What was it called? Quesalupa that I just got here. I have it in the bag. So let's reach in here. Ooh, it's a kind of fancy package. Let's see. Quesalupa, that's what I said, right, I think. All right. Got to do with one hand here, holding the phone. It looks pretty good. Let's see what's going on here. Supposedly it has cheese, so it's like a cheese quesadilla with, like, the meat on the inside. I mean, with the – yeah, so it's like a cheese quesadilla taco, which is a pretty good idea. So let's – Let's take a bite here, see how it tastes. It's pretty good. It is pretty cheesy. Hmm. It pretty much just tastes like a Crunchwrap Supreme without the crunch, which is my favorite thing at Taco Bell. But, um, yeah, pretty good. Got the meal deal. Came with the, um, the drink. 
What else here? And another normal taco. So I would have to say that it's pretty good. I would get a Crunchwrap Supreme instead of that. So. But it is cheesy. Anyways, this is fresher. <laughs> so that was my little uh, review of uh, Quesalupa. I, I, was, I was afraid, though, like the chewing noise when I was reviewing it. I thought maybe our podcast listeners might not appreciate it, but maybe it might, might give it some more depth of uh, eating <laughs> the quesalupa, which I had a hard time remembering the name pretty much every time I say it, even now. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was it good cheesy or like melted, like, but like crap cheese? No, good I mean, cheese. it was like not the melted type cheese. I should have gone into that, but it was like, it was like pretty good cheese. I just felt like it was too cheesy and not like a new flavor. It was just like more cheese. I don't know. Crunch up Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> um that's fantastic. Uh I was I was gripping, hoping I was gripping watching stuff. yeah, gripping I well speak I was hoping not more cheese was gonna get into your beard so I could call you a cheese beard. But no was, cheese beard. But no cheese got into your beard. <laughs> yeah, um, I know also like I had it on my I hadn't I had it on my mouth kinda I had to like lick it. I don't know. I thought I thought it was pretty natural. It's but hard to I hope it's more of these offsite clip type situations. Another reason to watch our YouTube show in addition to listen to it on the podcast. Throwing in some uh, some new content. I like it. Uh, so uh, how hard was it to eat a quesalupa one-handed? Uh, not as hard as you'd think. It was, <laughs> it was harder <laughs> to unwrap it. <laughs> Um, so on my, on the, the, so what you saw there was, I think was my last run of the day actually on that, on the, the tubing. So it was, um, 13 Canadian dollars for two hours of, of tubing. When we got there, it was, there was no, but there's literally no one, like there was no line at all. So it was almost exhausting because it was like nonstop tubing. And when we first got there, it hadn't started snowing. And I don't know if you know this, but when it snows and you're tubing, you actually slow down. Oh, so really? No, fa- I didn't. So our fastest runs of the day were the first two. So we there's two um, runs, and it's kind of like it does like a bunch of curves. You can really I don't know if you could see it there, but it does like maybe two or three curves down uh, the mountain, and um, and you kind of like sh- shoosh up the, the the angles, right? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a yeah. big wall. It's, it's like a tube, like a what do you call it? A, a half pipe, if you will. Yeah, like and, little, yeah, yeah. And so we that the there's one that's on the inside that's supposed to be faster. And then there's one on the outside. That's a longer run, but it's slower, but also slightly bumpy now. Um, or they said a little bumpy. That was total bullshit. It was really bumpy. And so on my set on the second run and I was, you know, most of the time I was just, we, I would hang on to my wife's tube and we would go down together. Um, and uh, we were going down and this was the second run and it was really fast, really fast. Like, probably five to 10 more miles per hour faster than what you saw on my video. And uh, we went up the hill. Okay. And as we were going up down the hill on that first bank, right. We, we, you kind of hit it hard and we got air about a foot off the thing, (laughs) off the, off the the ground, the surface. And we landed. And as we landed, um, so, you know, the, you know, the tube is a tube and there was no mesh holding you. So it was essentially just a, Freaking tire tube with the casing around it that 
kind of flat in the bottom. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Yeah. There was no. Me- there was no mesh in the middle. So if you put your, if you, if you literally had your butt in all the way on the the whatever the canvas on the bottom, you you were on the bottom. You were literally touching the ground, yeah, right? Yeah. So any, you would feel it. We came up. We landed, and the you know the the force or whatever the of landing caused my butt to co- like come down. To, <laughs> and as as my butt came down, it at the exact same time I hit a bump. Okay, and it like bruised my tailbone, and I was literally in shock going down. I couldn't feel. I like I felt my everything was numb. I, and my wife had it too. She had an exact same thing happen. And I thought this was like within two hours of getting there. I was like, and we hadn't. Oh no! Like yeah, we were like, this is at the end. This is the end. like. I thought I was done for. So was it better later? Did it get better? No, I couldn't bend over for the. I still have. It still hurts. Like right now, it actually moved up. So originally was right on my tailbone. Now my low. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so now it actually I, I think I compressed my spine a little bit because now the 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 pain is actually for like I still have the 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 dull pain of like a bruised tailbone, but now I have lower back pain from like just sitting around it hurts. It's it was kind of it was totally awesome and totally worth it, but like probably should have saved that for the last day and not before, before I actually got on the slope. So yeah. um but uh, yeah, that that was my uh, and but by the way, some peaks great resort. It's not that crowded, and it's a huge resort and lots of good snow. How and many conditions. runs are there? Is it like oh. more medium to like difficult or like easy runs, or is it pretty so, even? So it's pr- it's actually I would say it's one of the if not the best uh, um, resorts for beginner skiers because they have a run that you could take. You could literally go to the very tip, tip top of the mountain, which is like yeah. something like two over 2000 meters high, which is what, what like 6,000 feet or something. Yeah. And um, they have a run called five mile and it's a five mile. That is run. Awesome. And it's a green. So it's like a not, it's not super difficult and it's not, it's, it does have like at the very, 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 very top. It's a, it's, you kind of do a little bit of a cat track and you know what I mean by a cat track, right? It's just a, kind of a narrower path. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's only for a very small portion of the actual run. Cause I hate cat tracks. I think they suck. The most of it's an actual, yeah, just skis, I thought on skis are not that bad. I just don't like cat tracks. I think they're, I don't like really narrow kind of runs because if you, if, if there's a lot of people, you can't maneuver. And if it's no run to the left, like I could handle black, I could handle double black if I needed to. But yeah. for my wife, I, I get worried. I don't want her flying off and going into some extreme area because someone that is, like... I know, that's what's scary about like going anywhere high on the mountain because like maybe there's an easy track, but like you can just like accidentally like kind of like slide towards the difficult one and you can't like go back up. Like <laughs> <laughs> So, but the, that run in itself, in itself, like the, the, I wish I should have, I have some beauty shots and I should have downloaded them to show you. Um, it was like, winter wonderland it was a it was gorgeous it was just snow was everywhere it was like you know six seven feet of snow or whatever just all around you everywhere trees were like just caked in snow it was pretty amazing yeah it was it was really 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 pretty and uh yeah so that's why i like going there because um you know my wife's not a very she's a beginner or i would say intermediate light intermediate and i i'm pretty much an expert but i don't mind because there's enough variety (laughs) Yeah, that 
I could like branch off and still meet up with her on the same slope. Just oh just yeah, that isn't a... cool. I, I bet there's a bunch of branch off places on that five mile one. Yes, there is. There's a number wow, of them. That's, so that's I hadn't even thought of that. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So that's so you that's can, like, what I, Oh, that's a super good idea. Yeah. So like she could go down and then I can meet her where it intersects because generally I'll do it faster, you know, and then I'll meet her there and then we'll go yeah. down together. Or, yeah. So that yeah, it's a really really great mountain. I check it out. It's called Sun Peaks. So um, anyway. Uh, so that's our uh, that's our video portion. Um, I did want to. I was listening to Longbox Heroes, uh, one of our partner podcasts, and they said there's a Wizard World in Portland this weekend. Um, but I don't know if it. I don't know if I'm going to get to go because I kind of want to go. You were talking. You were talking it up a lot at uh, at work, and like basically no one knew what it was, and you're like, oh come on, it's big. Wizard so World. Explain, explain what it is. I don't. I no one knows what that is. Wizard, so Wizard Magazine was a comic magazine. It was pretty popular, I think, in the 90s, I would say. Um, yeah. And then when kind of like the conglomeratization of uh, comic book shows like sort of happened, like, you know, San Diego Comic-Con was always like a big thing. Yeah, um, that's the only one I know. I mean, besides PAX, but that's not comics. Right. So this became like a big, like Wizard World is like the kind of quote unquote, like big events that happen, but it's kind of like a touring. So they have a bunch of stops throughout the country. And yeah. I guess I didn't realize this, but the 2016 season starts here in Portland and like this weekend, and then it'll go on to a bunch of other different places. And then oh, so it'll, it's the I, first one too. Yeah. It's the first one of the year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You gotta go. <laughs> I, I, so I went to a couple of them. I went to one in Chicago and Philly back in like 2008, 2009. No, no, no. Sorry. 2005, 2006. Um, yeah. And they're they're really fun. They're tons of fun. But like you know, I'm not like I'm not gonna. You go there to like you know see celebrities and buy books and buy figure. I'm not like totally into that anymore. So I don't know if it's like something I need to do. But who's you know, that, people, who's celebrities. Oh, let's see. There was like William Shatner is gonna be there. A bunch of <laughs> it's like, like the only one. No, there's a if you're a Doctor Who fan or like yeah, but that's a headliner. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I honestly don't think that William Shatner is a head, headliner. I think that's the first one you listed. It's well, the only one anyone's going to know. First off, for me, he's definitely yeah. the best. Like that. That's for me. That's the number one. Which but, one? Um, William Shatner it would be. But like um, Jessica Jones is going to be there from the the TV show. Jessica Jones. You know. The, oh, I thought the, you said it was only one of the other characters. No, it's her. The main character is going to be oh, there. That's pretty cool. I, okay, um, I, I'm on board. I'm on board now. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bunch of ki- Doctor Who, like Matt Smith is going to be there. Um, uh, what's her? Gemma Simmons from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A bunch of WWE superstars are going to be there. Um, superstars? Have you? Did you ever watch uh, Firefly? I did not. Okay. Jules That's one of those Street. things that like is like a nerd show that I should watch just like to know the culture or whatever, but like I never did. I feel like it's um, it, it's to some extent like never seeing Star Wars except for like different. <laughs> kind of, yeah. There's a bunch of like I don't know what these are like geek and sundries critical role voice actor, teenage mutant ninja turtles, like a bunch of people that I think are voice actors. But then there's a bunch of like you know comic book actual comic book comic book, um, like authors and stuff that will be there, um, like Mark Wade and. Uh, 
I'm trying to people that you probably don't know, but you know, and half of these I don't know. But if you're into the if you're in the the know, like I'm sure Leonard yeah. is probably pooping his pants right now that I'm like trying to like speak intelligently about comic book. Kurt Busick, who I know, um, Astro City, one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a big deal, and uh, yeah, but uh, you know. I don't know. I'll wait for one. There's Seattle Comic Con. I think Seattle has a comic book convention. That's oh, it is. Is it just yeah. called Seattle Comic Con? Yeah, it's called the Seattle Comic Con. I think. Yeah. I think that Sakura Con is like coming up. Some friends invited me to that or something. When? It's in like April or something, maybe. Oh. I wow. don't know. I didn't actually like. I don't remember. But it's coming up. Well, here's the thing. It's actually called the Emerald City Con in April, April seventh. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know if there's any. Um, let's see who the guests are here. Uh, in the is William Shatner. <laughs> I feel well, like William Shatner is in those, every single one. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, these are wait, these are wait, these aren't celebrity guests, these are like spot, oh, spotlight guests. I bet you some of these people you may I think them are like internet stars, huh. Because you know, why are we not? Anywhere? Seriously, I know we need to be at like the, uh, like PodCon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they must have that. It, you know what we should do is we should do a um a soon to be named network convention where oh, we all yeah. where we, just start, oh where we that all... would be the best and it also <laughs> sounds good like the, the that's, like, that's a good title I can see that taking off might have to do that. So, um, Comic Con. What? I just, I can't know if it's me or you, but it was breaking up. He. I said we should go to the Emerald City Comic Con. Oh yeah! Oh, we could like we could interview people. I've there never done go. that. I know selfie Leonard, stick. Yeah. <laughs> Le- <laughs> so Leonard Leonard has done actual like on Leonard and Todd on Longbox series have done actual interviews with like like legitimate famous comic book authors. And at the start of their show now, at the end yeah. of the show, they have Mark Wade, who's like a pretty famous like uh, comic book guy, say, this is Mark Wade, and you're listening to Longbox Heroes. Kind of thing. Oh, you just get him to say like the thing? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough about enough pushing on them, guys. Let's talk about some important topics of the week, Pressure. Um, did you see... That the Supreme Court Justice uh, Anthony Scalia—I don't even know how you say it—Scalia died. Did you see that? I did, and it's a whole thing whether they should pick it in Obama's term or not. I saw the charts of like precedents for picking it versus waiting. I saw also—it's interesting, which I would do if I was a Supreme Court judge or justice or whatever. Um, he actually suggested who his follow-up person should be, and it was like an anti-NRA person. No, his his first name is Antonin, not Anthony. Antonin is a terrible name, by the way. A N T O N I N. Antonin. Who said Please. that? I I just said that. That's his name, Antonin. Antonin Scalia. He's the. Oh, I didn't. The, I didn't know his first name. I said anti N R A. Oh yeah, I heard you say that. I'm just saying I pronounced his name wrong, and I I'm correcting oh. myself. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, here's the thing. There's precedents for uh, for presidents to actually select a Supreme Court nominee, and I think it's kind of bullcrap. I think if the Republicans are just kicking the can down the road. They just want because they don't want a liberal in the in the uh, 
They don't want liberal in the Supreme Court. And they think they're like, maybe if we win the presidency, we'll get to bring in a, a it's it's such a it's such an obvious ploy to me that yeah, I know. what they're trying to do. And by the way, if I were the Republicans, let's say I'm if the shoe was turned and I was and I'm like a Republican in the Senate, I'm yeah, 100% yeah. gonna say the exact same thing. I know. I... <laughs> it's like clear. It's a clear choice. <laughs> um, but you know, it's well within it's well within um, Obama's right and privilege to nominate someone. Whether the Senate takes it up and actually doesn't just filibuster it and actually bring it to a vote, that's a whole other situation. And yeah. It, it's I'm gonna laugh in the face of the Republicans if they lose the election and then they're still and then they're still gonna be pissed off because God forbid Bernie Sanders or Hillary comes in, they're gonna bring in some it's just gonna be another liberal person that comes in. It's just gonna be the same bullshit. So they should just bite the bullet. Or maybe, or maybe Antonin Scalia should have bit the bullet a little sooner. Or later, I guess. I don't know. Or, or later, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But anyway, I say just do it, Obama. Make it happen. I know. I mean, well, I think that's what's going to happen. He already, yeah, like, had some stuff. Yeah. Did um, you, did go you ahead. see about they're making a new Pee-wee movie? Moving off of politics. Oh, my God. I watched the trailer today. Love it. I, I know, right? It looks so good. I mean, I like how it's, like... It's cool that it's a Netflix movie too. I mean, I'm a Pee Wee Herman fan in the first place. That was like one of my, I love Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it's cool that the new movie, which everyone should go check out and watch the preview for or the trailer or whatever, but it's more ridiculous than the old ones. Like, it's like more like slapstick, like not realistic. I liken it to be more like Mr. Bean. You know what we could do now is we could actually watch the trailer live if we wanted to. We have that ability if we it's wanted true, to do but that. But I don't know if like, I feel like then it's like, I don't know. I don't know if we should do that. I'm just saying we could. We could. Anyway, we could. I, I think it looks great. I think it looks fantastic. I can't wait to watch it. And by the way, Pee Wee Herman looks exactly the same. He looks I know. Like I mean, I think it, it does look like makeup. Like, but he always yeah, had a bunch of makeup yeah. anyways. Yeah. Um, he, the one thing I say, I don't think he could do his voice anymore. Like, ha, you know, it sounds I know, like it's like, kind of different. Yeah, but still, so it's going to be, going to be great. I, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I can't believe it's going straight to Netflix. That seems like something that could have made money in the theater. Probably Netflix like did it on purpose. Cause like they get the exclusive for it. I oh, know, but you, speaking of exclusive, did you hear also about, there's so much, uh, Kanye news. But like he released his new album on uh, only on um, title or whatever is that what it's called? Yeah. But uh, and then he decided to not release any physical media and only have it be pay streaming. And like now, like he there's way more pirating of it than anyone like getting the thing. So he got screwed because they said that when the physical copies were available, because they have precedence for that, like there was less pirating than when it was uh, only on streaming. It's only, available, it's only available on pay streaming? Yeah. On so the title have, service. That's it. That's the only place. That's the only way to get it. What a mistake. Because they're trying to... But the thing is, they did release it first, but then they... On, like, CD. But then they stopped selling it. They're like, we're only, it's exclusive now. Because they were trying to push the title service. I guess right. they did that on two other 
albums like previously with like major releases, but I don't know. It seems like he's what? getting he's like what people are talking what? a lot of shit. <laughs> what does new what is it the life of Pablo? Yeah, it's that one. So you can't you're saying you can't get you can't get it a bit, you can't get it anywhere like in Yeah, CD he said anymore? he doesn't want to avail he doesn't want to play on any Apple devices or something like that. Or he doesn't want to like on Apple. Why? It's because he want I don't know, that's just what he said. It's Kanye. I'm I'm looking up if there's a life of Pablo C D on um on uh, eBay. Oh on eBay. That's a pretty good idea. But see, but I, I thought that was crazy. Let's see I mean, the life the whole news thing. The life of Pablo C D. Hmm. Oh, and then the Grammys, that's right. The Grammys happened. We don't even have that in the notes. And I guess that uh, um, Taylor Swift, because in uh, Kanye's new song that had released at that time, like a couple days earlier, totally is clowning on um, Taylor Swift because she, he's saying, well, like, like, I made her or whatever. And she like totally came back at him in the Grammy speech. Like, you know, it's my fans that made me. And like some people are just saying or whatever. I don't understand how Kanye could possibly say that he made Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift made herself. Taylor Swift That's is That's what she's saying. But, you yeah. know, he, in his song, he said that. Uh, Taylor, Kanye West is a jerk. I can't wait for him to run for president. I know. Me too. That would be so cool. He says he's gonna. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, I, um, I, I do want to talk about Apple since you mentioned it. The whole phone security, San Bernardino shooter yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. And they're like... Hack. Trying to get uh, Apple to release a basically like a backdoor so they can get into the thing. I'm gonna hold you here. Don't forget, folks. We have a couple listeners right now. Um, yeah. If you if you like what you hear, um, tweet at us at Fresh and Par on on Twitter. Just one of yeah. Well, we got some we got some tweets from uh from the Graham. He was saying, uh, Fresher, I noticed you didn't get your food to eat at Taco Bell. How was bringing it home? Hashtag way better hot. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have, a, he likes to bring food home, and I like to eat it at the place. Because I mean, it seems like an extra step to bring it home. But I didn't want to. I don't think I've moved up to the level of sitting inside a Taco Bell and doing a selfie review by myself <laughs> at a table. You should have so interviewed. You should have interviewed the register lady and be like, "I know, oh, man." Yeah. So what so have people we, been thinking about? I need to get one of those microphones with like the Fresh and Par logo thing on it before I do that. <laughs> so oh I my god! In their so face. <laughs> That's what we do when at the um the soon to be ne- ne- soon to be named network convention, we gotta have like you know special microphones. And uh, we'll have a uh, podcast listening parties where we um where the all of our you know essentially the most of the people who listen to our podcast are probably are probably part of the network itself. So it's kind of like this self perpetuating like <laughs> thing where everyone just listens to each other. It should tell me, oh, even better. Have it an actual thing, but like host it at a Denny's or something. Instead oh, of like, uh, you know, because it's the first one. Not very many people are going to come. You need a small venue. So, like at the um, Denny's bar by the airport. I know they did actually have a sort of a, like Leonard had a uh, meetup. They went to watch um, the Fantastic Four movie at a drive-in, and then they went to Denny's afterwards. And yeah. they and they they just recorded like fifteen minutes of conversation while they were ordering their food, um, yeah. and that that was a thing. I mean, but you know, we don't live in Pennsylvania, so it's not going to happen. But um, anyway, 
back to the uh, we now have we well we probably have many listeners, but it's showing three right now. So if there's if you're the fourth and you're just tweet at us, um, so or you can uh, comment on Facebook or uh, the YouTube video. Actually, I don't have the YouTube video up, so if you comment in there, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but I'm pulling it up. So uh, the iPhone security. So uh, what's your take? I'm kind of torn on this one. I'm kind of torn. I don't know which side to take. I mean, I think they definitely shouldn't. I'm against like uh, technology backdoors in the first place, anyways. Like, I don't think that the government, like, the government, like, should have. Like, even though it sucks and like technology is getting good and encryption is good or whatever, like that's part of part of the thing. Like, they shouldn't build in, uh, um, you know, uh, insecurity or like a weakness. In so any what, case, but what if they, the government says, it's, "Here's the phone," and then do your thing and then give it back to us? Uh, well, yeah, that would be okay, but that's not what they're doing. Well, that's what I'm saying. What if they? What if they? What if that's the middle ground here? Yeah, I mean that would be fine. I mean because then they have a warrant for that. Right, so that's what I'm thinking I support. But that's what the, the McAfee guy offered. He said, like, if you give me the phone, I'll just get the stuff off for free for you. <laughs> oh, really? I you didn't know the crazy that. guy who owns McAfee, Antivirus? No, I didn't, I didn't know that. I don't remember his name. Do you know who I mean, though? Is his name McAfee? It's not. It's just some guy. He's kind of oh. crazy. He's in the news, like, kind of often. He's... But he offered, like, the government, like, I'll just, like... You know, get the stuff off for you for free. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the I think the whole thing is this whole backdoor like requirement thing, which I think that shouldn't be anywhere. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I feel as though it protects you from hackers, right? It protects you from your privacy, 100%. And by the way, I didn't realize this, but the if iPhone, I guess after nine, uh, maybe it was after seven. I'm not sure. The the, the iOS like nine. You can actually have a 20-character alphanumeric code uh, beyond the the four-digit code. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, boop, boop, boop. You got to <laughs> <you gotta> answer <laughs> a column type 20, like, numbers. Why didn't they just take the, the, the Suicide Bomber's finger, pr- finger and, like, just touch the, the phone with it? Yeah, I know. Well, I don't think he has to agree to it. No, you know what I'm saying? When they had his dead body, they could have just, like used his finger immediately and opened it. Oh, yeah. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, I've seen this in spy movies, like, I don't know, at least a dozen times, where they get, like, chalk, and then they get scotch tape, and they blow oh. the tape, and they get the fake fingerprint, and then they, like, put it on the device, and it opens it. It works in the movies. Or you could just, like, get the fingerprint and then make a fake finger with that fingerprint. That would work, too. That- I'm just saying, maybe there's no fingerprint scanner on there, but that would seem to be like, um, or maybe they should have just tried one, two, three, four. I know, yeah, just try all the common ones. <laughs> oh, but it, it self-erases after you try it like 20 times or something. Yeah, but you, you just try the common ones, like one, two, three, four, four, three, two, yeah. one, nine, eight, seven, six, five, I five, 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 five. I thought it was an interesting comparison that like, if you get a warrant to search someone's house and you find a safe, like, uh, that's like asking the safe company to open it for you or whatever. You know what I mean? And this, they're not required to do that. Oh, so the so yeah. Apparently, and I heard this kind of. Um, I was listening, watching PBS NewsHour yesterday. It's like there's been, never been a safe company that's created a master key for their locks. 
So yeah, because it like undermines the total security of it. Right. Exactly. Right. So I think that's I think that's an excellent uh, point. Um, so I think it's an invasion of privacy, but I do think there's probably some interesting ways that they could get around, like creating a backdoor uh, and giving it to the government. There's probably ways they could get at it, but maybe maybe I'm just naive and because I, mean, I know there shouldn't be. I mean, their whole that's the whole idea behind open source is that like since it's available for everyone, if someone figures out how to like get into it, like they can fix it because they know how it works. But if it's like a closed company like Apple, because that's not open source, then like that company, no one can see how it works. And so they can put the backdoor in and no one can find it. So what about this? What about this? What if they create a backdoor for that specific uh, like operating system and then immediately like update all phones with that same operating system? I mean, that, I mean that's what they wanted them to do. And then close the back. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, like make it reveal it and then de-reveal it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just yeah. I don't know. If you were going to do that, then you could just update that one phone. That's what I, that's what I was saying. Why did, can't they like do something with that one phone? Anyway, uh, I mean, that's I think it's separate. For the I think that the the issue at hand isn't so much the one phone. It's like the putting a backdoor in it in general. I, yeah, and I'm not sure that's what the government's asking for. And and I've heard a, a plethora of ideas on both sides, like and reasons on both sides why you should and shouldn't do it. I uh, I, I I'm, why should you? Uh, because there's information that could lead to who uh, was involved in the terrorist attack. And if you if we had that information, we could better understand the timeline. Apparently, there's a missing 15 to 18 minutes. Um, in this in this this day that this happened, where they don't know where they went and they can't get at that data, they think they it would lead to some other place where they went to organize and potentially lead them to more terrorists. Yeah. So so that and so it's not about about privacy. It's about how can we solve this crime and find out more information and potentially. Stop I mean, they more can terrorists. get that information off the phone. That's not a problem. They're saying they can't. That's what they're saying. That's I'm just telling you what I've heard. And red, huh? Well, I mean that you yeah. can. Like, if I had enough resources, and, like I could get the information off of it. I mean, there's Which like is... you could just do like that's exactly what data recovery. Com- like, there's companies that do that. Like, if your hard drive breaks, and like, you, like it's literally physically broken, they can put that back together and gather information off of it, whether or not it works with the computer. So they can do well, that also on the iPhone. Well, I mean, I'm reading here that Apple has complied 70 other times to do this and with um, the version 7 of the iPhone operating system. But I guess this one's the version 9. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, to me, it's like, I don't know, like they've done it before, you know, they've done it with different... But I guess back then it was like they had the ability, even though the phone was encrypted, they had the ability to pull shit out of it, even outside of the encryption. Whereas this time, I guess with this operating system, they don't. Um, yeah, I mean, they made it more secure. Like, that's yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I'm kind of like in the middle. I, I don't know, really know how I feel about it. Um, I but I will say... That information is lost if they can't open it. Um, here's what... No, here, well, here's the quandary. What if that information that it was on there would have potentially stopped people from dying from another terrorist attack? Would you still feel the same way? Yeah, because you wouldn't know that. 
but you what if so you're saying oh if a tree falls on the horse and no one's there to hear it kind of thing uh i mean it's not i mean what if it did but then it's like that's like just what if because you don't know it's not worth like undermining the security of all of them just for that thing i mean what if they just didn't have the phone i uh, look i'm just just throwing out some some circumstances here right so i go for not opening it and i go for can't you just give it to them and they could do it and then do something with it and give it back to you like you don't need to create a backdoor that makes everyone vulnerable but yeah that's not i mean that's fine but i don't think that needs to be apple they're not required to do that but here's the thing aren't you as a citizen like if the government asks you for something and you're responsible are you forced to comply i mean they should fight it i think okay all right really okay even if it says you have to hand something if you don't what? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in their like contract thing that they don't, because any information on there is not Apple's. I mean, the software, the operating system is. But anyways, yeah, no, I don't think that they should do it. I think it's it's pretty complex, but I I did want to talk. I saw a story on Time Magazine, which I think was um, uh, ref- this is what I hate about the news is that you you read an article and then you realize that this article was literally about another article. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the people write articles about articles and there's nothing more infuriating than me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's basically like three-fourths of the internet at this point anyways. I know, right? That's that's like the marketing, like, style of Pinterest. Well, I I mean, it's... People just pin stuff and then, like, people pin the pin stuff. Well, it's it's the equivalent of like if it's you want the traffic, right? So if someone writes something that's getting a lot of traffic, you essentially just have to reframe it and report on the reporting, and then you all of a sudden get traction in Google search. So when someone types in that news event, you you surface higher in the thing because yours is a more recent. I've done this time. So for instance, there's been times, let's say, like a Fox News debate, right? With the Fox News debate, I've yeah. actually. I've actually done things or like exclusive interviews with like celebrities or whatever that I want to watch. Let's say like whatever, uh, you know, ESPN has an exclusive interview with whatever LeBron James. Not that I'm looking for that, but this is use that as an example. There's been times and not specifically with this case where I would, if I typed in LeBron James exclusive ESPN interview, the ESPN interview wouldn't even be the first one there. It would be like the article that was about the interview that like just, I know, yeah. That just talked about it, or maybe. In, I know, but this this is my point: is that that's why people do this, and I really, I really dislike it. It's just kind of annoying. But anyway, back it on point. There's annoying. a there's a there's a, a company that's called Castlight Health, um, and uh, you should definitely look into this because I think it's pretty freaking scary. Um, yeah, is where they they um, have the ability to gather worker medical information, then use that data to identify segments of an employee population that are about to make certain decisions about the life, i.e., um, who's at risk of being diagnosed for like diabetes, who's like potentially pregnant or considering pregnancy, who potentially needs some life changing surgery for their let's say they have like maybe cancer things like that. There is no right now. It's a gray area, and there's a bunch of stuff with HIPAA law and things like that that protect us. But the fact is, is that they have information about your um, your prescriptions, your doctors yeah. that you see, all of this stuff, and they could use it to kind of create these like graphs and charts about like the workforce. But I think it's dangerously close to being way too invasive, 
way too invasive. So, so for for me, like I, the phone thing, I think that's a, that's like invasive. I think this is even more so because it's like double. It's like it's about something that you that you definitely definitely they you someone should not have, but they have access to. It's not like, they have they don't have access to the private records. Yes, they, they only do. have access to your trends based on the things that you're doing. No, so the the company kind of like removes the data, like strips it, but someone has it. Do you understand? It gets pulled out in the process because they they're able to know there's identification numbers. And if you're a small company, let's say you're like a, a company of like forty people, fifty people, yeah, like it it becomes readily apparent. And also, um, they, they could there's all these opt in out opt out kind of things that happen with um with these companies where like if you opt out then you get penalized um there's also companies that offer like you oh you know do this thing and you'll get a discount but then that that thing that you do will identify you to have a uh predis pre, you know predisposed to having certain medical conditions yeah that's exactly what i'm saying it's not your medical records well, in this case, it is. They're actually using. The, I didn't. I could go into. I don't want to go into too much detail because we're running a little behind here. But effectively, they're working with doctors and and getting information that's beyond just like who you're saying. They're actually getting prescription records, which technically is gray, legality wise, based off of HIPAA law. Every time you go to the doctor, you know you fill out a. They like here. Could you read this uh, privacy form? It's called like the. Health Endurance Portability and Accountability Act. It's from like yeah, when yeah. Bill Clinton was president. And you always have to sign that thing. That gives you a whole bunch of protections on what they can and cannot disclose based off of like your um, your the stuff. And sometimes you do waive a bunch of that by signing that document. But most of the time, the thing you're signing is saying like, I won't, you cannot give away my stuff without me letting you know that you can do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so uh, I think we're, we're, we're broaching uh, the, the 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 point of the show where we got to do the, the plugs here. So, Fresher, did you know that we are part of a podcast network? Even though we're not a podcast, what? is it maybe called uh, soon to be named network? It is called the soon to be named network. Oh, my gosh, it's featuring such great and popular podcasts such as Longbox Heroes, featuring Lettered and Todd, which we talked about earlier. Talked about them enough. They have an ancillary piece. <laughs> Talked about them enough. <laughs> Those jerks. <laughs> and they have, they have Longbox Heroes After Dark, which they did a apparently a full review of the latest Deadpool movie, which is amazing that that movie made so much money, by the way. Like I want to see I want to see it really bad. It looks awesome. 140 billion bucks for like opening weekend for like an Wait, R-rated movie. What was movie. Uh, Star Wars? Like <laughs> way more than that. <laughs> like... Um, <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yeah. But yeah, I do want to see Deadpool for sure. So they did. That's awesome. They did a review of it. <clears throat> I saw something that Deadpool is. How is he related to Harley Quinn? He's not related to Harley Quinn at all. Um, Someone was saying but, that's like the same character or something. No, there were the. Uh, I think uh, Harley Quinn is was one of the more modern created characters much like deadpool oh oh that's what it, the comparison was yeah that they're they're both like more recently developed characters so um so yeah, 32.7 million uh but where's that's not 
I wanted. That's all Deadpool stuff. Wait, this. Oh, dude, this is stupid. It's the list of. The list of uh, that's a really misleading title. The list of uh, box office records. Um, that 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 Deadpool didn't break. Why would you want to read that? one? that's like a big <laughs> yeah, one. Um, opening weekend was two hundred eighty-one million. So, like, double that. Double it. Oh, just double though. I mean, I thought it would be like way more. I don't know, dude. That's a pretty big difference, though. Like two hundred and eighty-one million. That's a lot. Yeah. Not counting the uh, international opening of another two hundred and. Um, oh wait, no. I'm sorry. It was the single weekend five hundred twenty-nine million. Okay, that's more like what I was thinking. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, so um, they did a review of that. Yeah, they did. Anyway, we have other shows. Puzzle Warriors three, uh, where they talk about uh, the 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 puzzle game Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, there's also um, Prodigal Sons podcast with Brian, Ian, Jared, and Adam. Uh, we also have Podcy with Jason and David, and uh, that is it. So, by all means, folks, go to studentynamenetwork.com. Check out our page. You can see the. By the way, that's being updated all the time. By the way, and uh, oh, FYI, Leonard said thanks for setting up that redirect. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if, uh, if he gets me some more details, I can like uh, have the actual Tumblr one be that address. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, Leonard, it's on you yeah. now, buddy. I know. Um, I asked him a while ago. But anyways. So the. Uh, Oh, big opening week, it made $391.5 million, just why I read the wrong numbers. numbers. Now I don't even know which one to trust. None of, well, hey, guess what? Trust whatever one you think is best. Um, we have a <laughs> lot of viewers right now, so we're going to actually get into a part of the show, which is probably uh, what I find to be the, the, the forcing function, but now we have the selfie thing. It's what we call review roulette. Um, review roulette. We, we should this, have a sound here or something, but we don't yet. We don't. <laughs> we're getting we, had, the, we had the videos. We had the videos. Right. Yeah, we're getting close. So uh, review roulette. We randomly select a title from the Netflix catalog, um, and then the following week we review that show. But it's not so much a review of a review, right? Right, fresher. No, it's more a play-by-play of the story, and um, we just kind of talk about what we were thinking during the movie. But we do give it a number rating at the end. And last week's selection for Review Roulette was the 2013 anti-holiday classic, or I guess, White Reindeer. That is White Reindeer, yes, starring, White Anna, Reindeer. Mar- starring Anna Margaret I th- Holliman. I feel like that the last four movies that we did, you called them classics. Is, there, are we just, I, is that like part of the thing now? Like, they're all classics? Yeah, they're all classics. 2013 classic that no one's heard of. Not rated in <laughs> film <laughs> okay <laughs> the 2013 maybe watched by 30 people white reindeer yeah so um so fyi this film has an 89 percent in rotten tomatoes yeah so you know. i so right off the bat uh, I don't like like depressing movies that much and this was kind of designed to be a, a depressing movie because, uh, like, yeah, I mean, it's about like it says in the thing that like the whole plot is that her husband dies on Christmas or whatever. And then it's her trying to, like, get over it or, like, move on with her life or whatever. I, so 
I wouldn't necessarily call this a depressing movie. I would call it a dark comedy. That's what it was literally called, but I think it was a depressing movie. <laughs> okay, so why don't we let's let's get into the plot. We'll talk about the things we did and we didn't like, and uh, and then we'll give it the review because I think this one might go pretty fast because there's not a lot to say about this. So yeah, I mean, there, um, there kind of is. But first off, beginning of the movie, all I could think about was like, how's he gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, everything, like, who's he going to die here? Is it going to be like a car accident? Is he just not going to come home? Like, because, I mean, they say that he's going to die. And, like, it was kind of a weird, like, uh, a weird, like, feeling setter. Like, for, I didn't, like, I didn't really like this movie that much, but didn't like the music, didn't think it was good. The shots were, like, super long. And, like, they started out with just, like, a gruesome sex scene, like, in the kitchen, just, like, randomly. That was kind of weird. Whoa, whoa, gruesome? It wasn't gruesome. It was not gruesome, pretty... but like it wasn't like played up. It was just like a sex scene out of nowhere, the beginning of the movie. It wasn't even like like a loving sex scene or like, you know, it had like no character. It was just them like having sex in the kitchen. Yeah, so and then having dinner immediately following that, you know, and, and like having a, like... like a slow pan through like their pictures or something. I don't know. I thought it was a dumb. I didn't like their their uh cinema cinemagraphic decisions see i actually thought the cinematography was actually very good in this movie i thought the direction was actually subtly playful uh but but again you you didn't like it they kind of you hear the sex and you're like when's that sex coming kind of like when's he gonna die and it was like a slow pan and then you're thinking it's gonna be in a bedroom but no he's just like standing up having sex with her in the kitchen we're introduced and we realize now that he was the weatherman from the scene that was uh that kind of like that was in the intro of the, of the movie itself. Um, so there's, it's a character. She's like in her thirties. I think they're both in their thirties. And um, I think she was a uh, 32. Right. She was she 32 at one, at one point. And so, so um, she's in, she loves the holiday season and uh, they're, they're talking about, you know, you know, moving, you know, whatever, actually that's, he surprises her and says, Hey, I got a job. And she's like, we're moving to Hawaii. And so he's like, yep. When, she's like, when do you start January? So he's like, great. It's going to be our last holiday in Washington, D.C. So she's like super pumped. She goes shopping. Like this is the next day now. She goes shopping. And um, they're going to have dinner again together again. And um, and she's like calling. And there's this whole montage of her like loving everything. Like going through the stores. Like loving life. Buying gifts yeah. for him. Buying gifts for her. And then she's like, where are you? You know, calling message. Hey, I thought I would have heard from you right now. I know. This is the part I'm like, like, oh my God, how did he die? I know he died. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) And so then she gets home and we see a slow pan. We don't see him, but we see things like kind of scattered about through the house and it kind of pans through. And then she opens her pans up and she sees, and it cuts down to a rather gruesome shot of his. I know, super gruesome. I did not see that coming. I know, right? I had to close my eyes. (laughs) Uh, Of him, he gets shot in the head, so there's like brain matter kind of everywhere. Yeah, it was like way graphic. So anyway, she kind of like like the police come. Uh, She goes and to the police station, and the the her actual middle name is Noel, like this like the Christmas season. No, like Noel, Noel. Yeah, and and then (laughs) and then. Um, he gives the police officer is like, yep. Yeah, he's like, kind of like very kind of not 
emotional at all and then gives her a candy cane to like make her feel better and that candy yeah, and the whole candy cane scene was like through the whole thing the which whole is, thing. I thought was dumb. yeah i mean like I it's like, like they were just going for a thing like yeah and then just like let's have lots of candy canes and then they just like <laughs> random in the other scenes they're like yeah let's let's throw some candy canes in there like have them sucking on candy canes i actually like the rest of the movie. movie i thought that was dumb uh, well, there is one particular use, and we're getting slightly ahead of ourselves, is when she kind of binge shops and then uses the candy cane to stab into the tape and open the box. I actually thought yeah, that was I pretty know. funny. Um, but anyway, so so she goes to stay at a hotel uh, while they're dealing with the, the house stuff and cleaning up, and her parents show up. And, uh, I'm, and I'm trying to remember if it immediately goes to like the kind of uh, the, the, the wake, if you will. Where the police no, so like, her parents show up like they're having dinner, right? No, that's much later. Where they say oh, they're getting is that much later? Yeah, that's much later. Mm, okay. Yeah, but yeah, and all of the acting of the friends at the wake was horrible. Oh, terrible! Like they the, were the um, worst. The people in this movie were horrible actors. I could I could act better than them. This just made, basically made me want to make a movie because I think I could do everything better. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought the same thing. I was like, God, I went to film school and and, and I could do better than this. And maybe um, that's why you liked it is because you could like, it was so easy to see the things that you could do better. It's like, wasn't, I feel like it wasn't even really enjoyable as like a movie. It was like just looking at the stuff that they did that was like, huh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could do it that way. <laughs> um, maybe. Well, here's the thing. I so so at the party, and she she's a real estate agent. She had just sold the house. I forgot. That's right. She sold the house at the start of the movie, and she tells the people that were moving in that the neighborhood is super safe, and they live two doors down. And her husband ends up getting killed. Oh, the irony! And then yeah, yeah. that was um, awesome. So then, <laughs> and so anyway. Um, her real estate, her real estate, I don't know how they, if they're the people that run that real estate company, I don't know how they stay in business because they're the worst. Because um, they're like, oh, well, do you know, they're they're constantly trying to make her feel better. Oh, you could come over. We could like hang out, watch TV and you, and you could just raid my fridge um, kind of stuff. And um, then the main uh, newscasters, I guess, I don't know if it's the, the, the husband, she's like crying in her bedroom and he comes yeah. in he's like can we go somewhere more private and she's like more private than my bedroom where no one's around he's like yeah more private so they go into the bathroom and he proceeds to tell her that her husband had been having an affair with a stripper called autumn yeah which is also dumb why would you do that why would you tell her that it was probably eating up and bothering him i would imagine Still, that's for him not her that's stupid I don't know. I think I would want to know. So anyway, so she starts like going on the computer and trying to find like info, like get into his email or whatever. And then she starts looking at his web history and finds out that he had a fascination for uh, people of the other persuasion, black women, pretty much. So, um, so then she realizes and then they're like watching a bunch of porn, like eating popcorn. <laughs> no, it wasn't popcorn. It was a, it was a like actually it looked a really good salad. It was a really good. Oh, salad. It was a salad. All right, yeah. probably probably a candy cane also. <laughs> that was dessert. So anyway, the um, so she takes it upon herself now. She figures out. Well, it alludes to they don't actually say that the password to the get into his email was Autumn. She goes takes it upon herself to go visit Autumn at her workplace, which is a strip club somewhere in DC. Area. Also, she did a horrible job introducing herself. For really being like, she's, like the person says, like, "Oh, are you a friend?" And she's like, "Oh, 
no, they kind of like, yeah, and then yeah, why did she yeah. still tell her where she was? Like, if I, I was another stripper there, I'm not gonna let someone know if they're not like if they clearly don't say they're their friend or something. Like, that's just not a good idea. <laughs> so then there's this like weird kind of scene where she meets Autumn and they end up going outside to like I guess she's gonna smoke a cigarette. And uh, they start talking, and it's kind of like an awkward thing. And uh, I don't know how this happens because I kind of, kind of don't remember. But it's they start to befriend each other. Yeah, I mean, well, I think that she, uh, yeah, she just like because the um, the stripper chick feels bad for her because she was really in love with the like guy too, and they're like, oh, he was great or whatever. So she kind of like brings him in and like understands like her pain, and she's like, oh, hey, do you want to come out later with us? That's and right. So she does. And then like, so they go drinking and stuff, but they're doing a bunch of Coke and she's like, no, I'm good. I don't like want to do any Coke. So, but that scene was pretty cool where it's like in the club, but it's like all dark with the red lights. And then it keeps cutting this to the dancing and drinking and then going in the bathroom and everyone's doing Coke and they offer her like four times. And then she's like, no, no. And then finally she does do it. And then I like, it was cool that they did like the flash, like with like the, like some noise, like a hating noise, like for, and then it skips to like more party. So it's kind of like the Coke made, like made everything hazy or whatever. Right. It was a, that scene. I feel like I marked that scene as probably the most interesting visually. That was at the, totally. end, at the end. They kind of, t- they just show the four girls and it was like, so three super girls and her, and they're just dancing together. Like crazy. And she was wearing, yeah. And she was wearing like way conservative stuff. I mean, like, it was nice clothes, but like, Compared to like the strippers, all stripped up. Yeah. Well, she had also, I think we might have skipped past it while she was trying to break into her husband's password. She had a, she spent uh, over $8,000 or something on like sweaters. I know. Online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's this whole shopping addiction thing that happens through the show, uh, to the movie as well. So anyway, she starts hanging out, passes out, uh, wakes up the next morning after this crazy binge. At the at the lady at the stripper's home, where her mother, the stripper's mother's there, and the stripper's daughter's there, and then it was all um, like super normally and like, yeah, it was all normal. And she's and she's like, oh, could you drive? Where am I? I'm like Maryland. They're like, could you drive me back? She's like, thanks, Autumn. She's like, oh, by the way, Autumn's my my stage name. She's like, well, what's your real name? Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was I thought that was <laughs> funny. That is pretty funny. That and was, then I thought that I was really dumb that like uh the mom. So they, they, they talked about like, oh, what kind of job do you do? And she's like, oh, no, I'm on disability. And she just said like, uh, well, how are you on disability? You look healthy or something right. like that. Like, why would you say that? That's like. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely awkward. And then so, so the shopping thing happened. Then she goes out with the strippers. And this is like now the spiral of her like falling down. Yeah. Oh, deeper. This is also where I noted that um, this movie has a lot of throwing up. There was a lot of people throwing up all the time, all over the place. Well, it, uh, it, that ties to the end of the movie. But just, there she, was a lot of throwing up. Well, she was pregnant, I think. Oh, you think so? It wasn't just yes. her, though. There was lots of people throwing up. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure she was pregnant. And that's what we'll get to that at the end. Um, so anyway, the so now she's going out with she's going out with these strippers, having a good time. There's a scene where, like, because um, Fantasia also has a day job working at Macy's, yeah. where she's like, Fantasia calls her up. She's like, uh, "Come, come to Macy's right now. It's gonna be fun. And bring um, tin foil or aluminum foil." 
And she's like, okay, so then they wrap. I don't even know if this works, but they wrap. I know that was actually kind of a good idea. I don't know if it would work either, but they wrap aluminum foil in the in the in their linings of their purses, and they just start stealing stuff. Yeah, which is like also a weird development that she goes down this thing. Yeah, she's just like spiraling at this point. Yeah. So so sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I was I was gonna get to the other friends. So at this point, I was thinking like these aren't the best friends for her, but then like the other three girls who are at the funeral come to her door and they're like, you know, like, Oh, are you doing okay? Like, or I know they were kind of fake being nice, but like they did not look cool to hang out with. It, it's kind of seemed like, Oh, these are your other option of friends to like support you. And they were totally stupid. I'd rather be friends well, with the strippers. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I think that's what was kind of going on is like, she needed her husband was her life. And then she's now finding that the husband that she knew wasn't the husband that she knew. Yeah, and and so she had no real friends, and like this connection that she had with this Fantasia was like a link to her husband, and she was exploring that link and kind of exploring like things that she hadn't done, and she was just trying to let loose and deal with this debt. Um, but yeah, it was it was awkward, and then um, they after they go to steal stuff, they all go back to her place, and things get a little out of hand because the girls start dancing with the Hawaiian Aloha theme stuff. That was, and she's like flashes back or whatever. Yeah. She's having fun. She throws them all out. And, um, and then she proceeds to kind of like, uh, move on to the, the new, the neighbors that she had moved. She had moved that had moved in who actually turned out to be swingers. Yeah. I know that was interesting. Like, that they were like, um, she kind of wanted to invite herself to their uh, housewarming party, and the dad and the, the father, or not father, the husband was like, um, let me ask my wife or whatever. <laughs> it was like, and then like he goes back. I didn't catch that like they had the swing there. I didn't know that it was going to be a swing thing. I guess they like kind of like said, or they said, like, oh, we could put the swing here. Like, oh, we like to have parties or whatever. I didn't catch that at the beginning. Yeah, I had definitely caught that. And they kind of like, like, why would you put a sex swing in the middle of your living room and then talk about a party kind of thing? So, like, I kind of got that. And then so I was then, just surprised when they gave the flyer thing. And it was like, oh, it's like a sex party. Yeah, it's a sex party. She's And she's like, she's like, you know, and she's like, yeah, I know. I see the swing. And they're like, okay, cool. And she leaves and comes back and hands her the, here's the invite. And it's like her, like in a totally like laced up thing wearing like a big strap on type deal. And, yeah. uh, and so she actually goes to this party and I, I don't want to get into too much specifics, but there's like a couple funny moments. Yeah. I mean, like there was a lot of, I mean, it was basically just all naked people at this point in the movie. I don't know if it's a selling point or not, but there's one part where like, she's kind of like, perform an oral sex on two guys and they, they don't really focus on her much, but they're focusing on the two guys. And the one guy is like having a hard time, like, I guess, maintaining erection. And the other guy look, looks at, I thought this was the second funniest part of the movie. Where he looks over, he's like, Hey Paul, are you just having a hard time? Like, you know, you know, do, getting, getting, he's like, yeah, I'm getting there. He's like, and he turns over and he's like, dude, don't worry about it. This is totally normal. Or like, this is totally natural. natural. Yeah, yeah. It's totally natural. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so then she ends up like doing some sexual stuff with a bunch of dudes and then leaves the place after she realizes like, that's not for her. And as she's leaving, like everyone is like now lounging on the couch playing rock band. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that was, yeah, that was. So that, so now she goes back to her house and she kind of has another shopping splurge with online stuff. And she decides she's going to fill the house with Christmas gifts. So she spends another like $8,000 on, 
um, Christmas. Oh, uh, that business. was another thing that I wanted to mention. All of their online scenes, like with shopping or whatever, were totally like super slow and annoying because it was just like the screen with her like typing a login and like, and it was like really slow. Like just be that she bought it. It was like way drawn out. I thought that was dumb. I thought the whole movie was very deliberate in its camera actions and the way that they kind of revealed and didn't reveal. Um, I mean, I don't, of course it was deliberate. I mean, it like, it was so slow. It had to be. I mean, like, no, so they did that on accident. No, when I use the word deliberate, oh. I mean, when I use the word deliberate, I actually mean slow. Like I, it's like the, the pacing was slow throughout the movie. It was consistently slow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not using deliberate in the sense it's obviously deliberate. I don't think you just put, I don't think you just, wing it when you're in there but anyway um so the the so she decorates her house then she's kind of like about to buy a ticket to go to hawaii when she gets a phone call from fantasia saying hey my mom is sick or whatever in the hospital i have to go to work could you come babysit my uh, daughter and this is christmas eve or something like that so she goes over to babysit the daughter and then babysits the daughter, ends up having to spend the night because Fantasia decides to stay at the hospital and does all this stuff with the daughter, decorates the house, does all this stuff. And then she kind of like, I don't know, what what would you say, like kind of comes to to appreciate Fantasia as a friend maybe at that point? I don't yeah. know. So um, kind of tie, wrapping things up, we kind of get to the end of the movie where she's been trying to like find out if she's pregnant because she's been vomiting. She hadn't been eating meat because every time she eats meat, she keeps thinking of her husband's brain matter. Yeah, that's gross. But she starts to decide to eat meat, but to do that, she also wants to get a pregnancy test. She's overextended herself and can't get anything because all of her credit cards are maxed out. So she decides that she's going to um, steal the pregnancy test, but ends up getting caught and arrested. She has to get bailed out by her parents. She's having dinner with her parents or whatever. And uh, and they tell her that they're getting separated. So this is like more bullshit. Actually, I think we're a little bit out of time here. Like yeah, I think the it. separation thing was earlier. The because that was, was more in the beginning when it was still way depressing before she had yeah. all this like going crazy stuff. So anyway, she ends up, her brother comes over who was like introduced at that mo- very end of the movies. And they, they all go to church together. Okay. They show her peeing on the, the, the stick. Yeah. They don't, show, they don't show the result of the stick. But then they show her at church where everyone's singing, like, I don't know, whatever bullshit Christmas song they're singing in the, in the <laughs> church. And um, she's not singing the song. And she looks up into the air. And then she hears the waves from Hawaii kind of uh, rapping on the ground, like the surf, like waves breaking and stuff. And then that's the end of the movie. So I thought that was her kind of coming to terms with the death finally and knowing she's pregnant. You think it was something else. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it was anything. I thought it was just a dumb ending. But um, <laughs> <laughs> also, another part that was dumb that I don't think fit in was uh, when she was like dreaming about the ghost of Christmas past and present or whatever. And they're oh, like, okay. you have to be ghost of Christmas future. But it's the model from the. Um, the from sweater the, website or whatever. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's that was dumb. dumb. That wasn't, and the ghost, I didn't understand what that meant. Do you want to be the ghost of Christmas present or the ghost of Christmas future? Oh, wait. Do you say that you want to be the ghost of Christmas future or the ghost of Christmas past? And I, think I don't that know. Was kind of, and it's I think she was dumb, regardless, to even bring the whole Christmas ghost thing into it. Yeah, it was not. It was that, that was actually my least favorite part of the movie. Oh, boom, I got one. I got one. 
What? I mean, like, because you said that you liked a bunch of it, <laughs> but I got yeah. you to say one of them was not good, like, yeah. directly. Because yeah. so, you were saying this could be an anti-Christmas classic. You went that far, or whatever, however you said it. That, dude, that was on the poster. I didn't say that. That was that was you what the market also said it. Okay, well, it's not an anti-Christmas classic. It's not even a classic. I thought it was. I thought it was at this. I would say functionally okay. I'm ready to review it. I'll give you my review right now. Five and a half. Ooh, that's pretty high. I gave it a three. <laughs> I did not okay. like it. I thought it was dumb. That's eight and a half. That's uh, four point two five. Four point two five. Four point two five. But so, so maybe, with a five, like you'd watch it again? No, maybe I might watch it again. Really? Hmm, interesting. I would not watch it again. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of watching, I wa- while I was in uh, Sun Peaks, I watched this movie called Fifty to One about horse racing. Yeah, dude, what a great movie! The cast—it was all TV actors or whatever—but like it was about um, this uh, the Kentucky Derby winner from like two thousand nine. Yeah. Who was a fifty to one uh, odds to 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 um win? And he won it. He came from yeah. like 30, dude. You, I, I'll show. I'll send you the link tomorrow. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a great movie. You should check it out. I've decided I like horse racing movies. So anyway, let's pick our next movie and get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so what is a? I'm on here. Random movies only on the the website instawatcher.com which uh, lists all the Netflix and Amazon videos that you can search uh, to stream rather than... Because I guess the search on all the services suck. But So, going on there, all titles, movies, and we have to have some sub thing. Last time we did comedies, I think. So Yes, we did comedies last time. We could just do comedies and just all comedies. All right. What do you think? So you don't, we won't do fresh and certified fresh. No, because those are there's only like ninety of them. Okay. It's All of them. There's a thousand, uh, fifty, uh, one thousand one hundred fifteen. Yep, I got it. I got it here. Okay, I'm pressing it. I'm pressing it. Oh, I got one. This looks bad, but also maybe entertaining. What's yours? Oh. Well, uh, here's the thing. I got a comedy special. Does that count as a movie? Is that is it like a comedy like stand-up special? Yeah, it's a comedy stand-up special. I think we did those. I think that should count, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I don't want to do it. So I got American on. Milkshake. Have you heard of okay. it? Okay. No. I haven't. It is uh, White Boy Julie Long's... Oh. <laughs> White Boy Julie... Longs to make his high school basketball team so that he can get in with the in crowd, the black kids from the projects. And the front of the thing is just like a white dude with a bunch of black chicks around him. Okay. It's interesting. I'm seeing a theme here because guess what movie I got? What did you I get? got Scary Movie 5. Taking Ooh. aim at not only not taking aim at not only the horror genre, but such films as Black Swan and The Hunger Games. Scary Movie 5, why does the franchise scope of mockery? I think we should do yours. Scary Movie 5? Yeah, because that's like an actual movie. Okay, Scary Movie 5 it is. Scary Movie 5. I think I've only seen the first one. I don't think I've ever seen a scary movie at all. I'm going straight to 5. It's what you gotta do. It's what you yep. gotta do. 
So that um, is decided. Yeah. All right. Uh, so thanks everybody for staying tuned. I know uh, sometimes if you don't watch the movie, this part of the, the show can be a little tedious, yeah. but guess what? Uh, but if you're yeah. only watching the show, check out our uh, YouTube show, Fresh Air and Parlance. That's right. We watch the full episode. We talk about interesting topics. Yes. And so this is Parlance saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying later taters.